Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The following program is paid for and presented by Tony Mart Presents. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. The following program is pre-recorded. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? Welcome to Tony Mart Presents Music, Food, Fun, Travel, and lots of good times. Let the good times roll. Les Ereponton Roulet here in the city that care forgot, the Big Easy, New Orleans, where we just finished a fabulous Mardi Gras, a huge Mardi Gras, the, the Zulu party on Lundi Gras Day, the Monday before Fat Tuesday, Lundi Gras, was so mobbed with people, all kinds of people coming from all over the world to be at the greatest Mardi Gras celebration on earth and the most unique. No other place in the world has super crew mega parades that throw everything at you Plush toys, doubloons, beads, what else, Nance? Everything we caught, spears, coconuts, shoes. <laughs> we didn't make it to the Muses Parade, which is the female super crew uh, that actually throws uh, shoes. Uh, and, on, and that's related back to the Miss America Parade for the Atlantic City Boardwalk. Uh, the um, Show Me Your Shoes Miss America pageant parade that uh, was started in Atlantic City, and the muses carries that on. But we saw five mega, mega parades, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. And the feature today, uh, later in the show, you will get to have an intimate interview with two of the finest grand dames, the top of the line class Southern women who own together the greatest Hawk Creole restaurant on earth, Commander's Palace. We are uh, privileged to be able to present an interview with T. Adelaide Martin and Lolly Brennan, whose mother was Ella Brennan, you know, the famous one of the most famous things in New Orleans is, of course, breakfast at Brennan's. Well, the Brennan family is one of the most famous and successful, if not the most famous and successful uh, restaurant entrepreneurs in the United in the in the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana and the southeastern United States. And we're so pleased to have them with us today. And to have eaten that Commander's Palace. Next week, we're going to dedicate a portion of the show to talk about the cuisine. But there's so much more. And we're going to talk about the parades. We're going to talk about the crawfish, the restaurants. Like the rest of the world, it's a challenge to find the great 
online restaurants like Mandina's uh, in uh, in New Orleans. That is still a great, great restaurant. Uh, and we have a few of those we want to share with you. Then we're going to have a crawfish bar with Johnny Sanso. And we'll talk about what that is as well. And uh, naturally, uh, we're going to draw the comparisons between the truly great traditions of hospitality uh, at Commander's Palace uh, and those that we enjoy right there, uh, This uh, what used to be the Circle in Summers Point at Circle Liquor Store. It's all about service and hospitality and uh, going to one of the greatest Hawk Creole restaurants in the world you get that service consideration and hospitality, and that's what you get at Circle Liquor Store. And we will, of course, share that with you as we are presented by Circle Liquor Store, as well as uh, our good friend, Rich Gerber, uh, and uh, his insurance agency. We'll talk <laughs> about that. And we also uh, want to. Uh, Invite everybody. We're coming up the interstate from New Orleans. Uh, we'll be reporting on road food experiences next week as we hit Mississippi, Alabama, uh, and, of course, the beautiful Shenandoah Valley, Tennessee, and, uh, excuse me, the beautiful Smoky Mountains of Tennessee and the Shenandoah uh, Valley of Virginia before we go through Harper's Ferry on to Baltimore and the Jersey Shore. But we want to see everybody, please, at the Jersey Shore next Friday night. Uh, actually, this Friday night coming the 3rd of March. At Josie Kelly's, doors at 6, show at 7. It's a free show. If you want to reserve a, uh, a seat, it's $10. If you want to uh, support uh, the cause, it's a... Uh, uh, a table of eight. Uh, we're going to be introducing music of Mark Pfeffer, who was one of the great attorneys and human beings we uh, had in the history of South Jersey. And uh, if you want to support that recording and, and grab a table of eight for a preview VIP spot, you'll also get two autographed CDs of the original recordings that we're going to be doing uh, funding with this event. It, it will be the place to hang out and see great music. And we invite you all to come and see Nancy and me and all the Tony Mart family at Josie Kelly's. We'll talk about that in just a minute too. And one, one more time, we want to pay our respects and pay our homage to Tom Roby, who was the executive sous chef at Commander's Palace. And he, along with Jamie Shannon from Sea Isle, Tom was from Ocean City, Jamie was from Sea Isle. Uh, they created a connection between South Jersey and the great Commander's Palace. And we will celebrate that connection at this show and next week when we talk about the food. I am telling you, a beautiful, just think about this one minute, okay? <laughs> uh, 
a Grand Marnier lacquered southern fresh quail stuffed with Cajun boudin sausage. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> anyway, the parades, Bacchus, dedicated to the god of wine that's got a lot of them Italian boys in that parade. Zulu, the incredible parade of the African-American community in New Orleans, named after the fiercest of the African tribes. Okeanos, the Roman god of the oceans, had a phenomenal parade. And Dimian, which is the huge super crew, uh, unbelievable. It like, you know, on the scale of a Macy's Day parade. It was just incredible. And Orpheus, presented by, uh, started by, presented by the crew of Orpheus, every one of these parades is a part of the product of a social organization like the Rose Parade, uh, like the Orange Bowl Parade. But New Orleans has 56 crews, 56 crews. And it all started, I'm about to say Harry Connick Jr. He's the one that started it 30 years ago was the first Orpheus Parade. And Nancy and I were there uh, on St. Charles Avenue, right where we were. Uh, for the past uh, week or so. Uh, now, of course, in the handicapped section, but it was really wonderful. Because the people of New Orleans, the heritage of New Orleans, is uh, just an unbelievable, uh, an unbelievable place. Uh, we, um, we have had such a, a great time the people do not get the credit for being how wonderful they are. I know about the murder statistics, and we were near where those, uh, we were about a mile or so from where that one murder took place down on St. Charles Avenue. But where we go, we're surrounded by security and officers, and uh, we recommend you come where we come, or you go down to uh, Napoleon Avenue. Uh, around Britannia, where the families are. There are very safe places where you feel very comfortable and where families and children are just, it's all about the families and the, and the children and all the things that they catch. That's what Mardi Gras is really about. But I just want to say one more thing. It was Rex, the king of Carnival. Uh, and the Rex Parade, which follows Zulu on Mardi Gras Day, that started Mardi Gras by collaborating with the sophisticated New Orleans School of Design. Remember, I always say, if you want to understand the history and the culture of New Orleans, just remember one fact. New Orleans had an opera house before Manhattan Island was purchased from the Indians, okay? And the New Orleans School of Design, together with Rex, the Haute Creole, Creole, the High Creole Society of the Vue Carre, the French Quarter, uh, created this incredible tradition of elaborate Mardi Gras parades, which evolved into the throws and the mega crews that we celebrate here now. And, of course, the biggest... Uh, uh, diversion from the original path was when an African-American put an oleomargarine can on his head 
and said, I am King Zulu. I am the king of the African-American people. Uh, and this is the Zulu parade. Just a little bit about what an unbelievable city this is. Uh, and there's so much diversity. And, and, and that's one of the things that we really, really love about it. And uh, I, I want to take a, a couple of minutes and talk about the entire scenario, what we do at Tony Mark Cares. Uh, we just recently had our Zoom meetings from New Orleans with both uh, the mayor's office in Atlantic City. Uh, you know, Marty, uh, Marty has been, Marty Small has been such a great uh, supporter of the live concerts on the boardwalk, the Chicken Bone Beach concerts, and the tradition of the north side of Atlantic City. And, of course, Tony Mart presents in the tradition of uh, the legacy of Tony Marts, which we uphold on this show and in everything that we do. We met with them. We met with the, uh, the CRDA, and it looks like we're ready to roll on the boardwalk. We're hoping uh, by uh, uh, April to have uh, final approval, but everyone wants to make it happen. And what we do is just the opposite of these big rip-off ticket scheme conspiracies, whatever you want to call them, that they've been investigating in Congress where, you know, uh, Ticketmaster and Live Nation are charging enormous amounts of money to see huge, uh, hugely popular, driven by sophisticated marketing, millions and millions, billions of dollars spent to make people uh, want to see these concerts and pay these outrageous prices. But we are right here, thanks to the CRDA, thanks to the city of Summers Point, Janice Johnston, Ricky DePampolis, Mayor, uh, Mayor Jack Glasser, and the longstanding tradition of the 30th anniversary this year of the concerts on the beach in Summers Point. We are right here presenting some of the greatest performers that ever, ever played. People like Gary U.S. Bonds, like Jethro Tull. Um, you know, our history includes so many. Last year, the Cowsills and the original Eddie and the Cruisers band, uh, John Cafferty and Beaver Brown, Tommy Castro, is coming in uh, from the West Coast, uh, the, uh, the the number one blues rocker uh, um, uh, by, by measure of the Blues Music Hall of Fame. These are some of the biggest names. Curtis Elgato, the man that taught the blues to the Blues Brothers. Uh, you know, Neo Soul, tributes to Tower of Power. We have so much already uh, that we're putting together. And we're working on to do even more. Uh, Ivan Neville and Dumpster Funk were in discussions with them uh, upholding the funk of Uptown New Orleans. This is all free. And this is what we share. And this is the hospitality and the warmth, the joie de vivre, uh, as they say in French, the uh, dolce vita, as they say in Rome. We're here giving to the people, pro bono publico. That is what Rex does at their parade for the public good. And that's what we do. And that's what they do at Circle Wicker Store. I cannot say enough 
great things about Circle Liquor and what they do. They support all of these activities we're talking about. They are uh, major supporters and contributors of both uh, concert series, and they are there for you with phenomenal deals, uncovered uh, wines that you just wouldn't hear about. There's no way you would get to these at the incredible prices that Circle presents. Uh, right now, there's a Cabernet called Cereal for $22, a world-class uh, California Cabernet. And, and for for uh, $12 or $15, uh, for $15, $16, $17, you can get white burgundy Chardonnays from places near Montrachet in France, uh, which are uh, some of the most famous and expensive and exclusive wines, but Chet has wines that are from that genre for under $20. And of course, uh, Jordan, the craft beer guy, he's got 20 to 30 new craft beers, micro brews, the newest in seltzers, the very latest in the cocktails in a can, all of the hippest, newest things are at Circle Liquor Store because everyone wants their products displayed in what is probably the best independent liquor store in the world. Certainly the best in New Jersey and certainly the most fun to visit. And we welcome emails. I get them, but I want to get more. If you're interested in the wines, if you're interested in the services, people contact me and I actually arrange a, a private uh uh, well, not private because it's in public in the store, but Chester Malloy, the great, the great wine master, actually meets them and shows them these wines, like these wines we're talking about. And you can celebrate the continuation of Mardi Gras with Bacchus Cabernet Sauvignon uh, and uh, uh, also the Schlumberger, or uh, if you look at it in English, the, the, it says Schlumberger. Go to the Newman Rack. Just like Paul Newman, they have a uh, Circle Liquor has a great, great importer, uh, and uh, uh, he is Mr. Newman, and they have the Newman Rack uh, for wines and, and all of the great, great. If you want the traditional, you know, bourbon is so big. Circle has 200 bourbons, single barrel bourbons, single barrel whiskeys, single barrel rye whiskey, single malt scotches. An incredible amount of tequilas, a staggering number of tequilas and vodkas from all over the world and rums from the Caribbean. Go get uh, and enjoy the Nicaraguan or the Canya. And there are many choices within the, the group. The Crucian rum is a wonderful value from St. Croix. I also want to thank Rich Gerber uh, for being such a uh, fantastic uh, supporter and sponsor of uh, this show. Tony Mark presents music, food, fun, and travel. Rich will be on the show again with us uh, on uh, in March. We expect him to be on again in March. We'll give you the exact date. And uh, we are... Uh, Looking forward to it. March 11th, we'll be in Tucson. He'll be in Jersey. And uh, we will present those uh, interesting 
and valuable uh, insights into annuities and policies, life policies, life policy products, long-term care products. Not as much fun as Vito and Mardi Gras, but essential for you to secure uh, your future and be able to enjoy all of what we're enjoying. Rich Gerber, 48 years he's been doing it. And he has over 30 independent insurance companies, the finest financial institutions in the world that he represents. And we'll have him here on March 11th, but please call him. He'll give you a free consultation, 609-653-9101. We'll be back in Jersey, uh, as I said, uh, in uh, this week coming, uh, and we'll be at Josie Kelly's March 3rd. Please come out and, and say hello to us. Celebrate with us. It's free. Just drop something. Make a donation. Or if you want, contact us at TonyMartPresents at gmail.com. Make a donation. Get a VIP table uh, for uh, uh, eight people for $100 to help us produce uh, with Big Bob and the Tony Mart All-Stars the recordings of Mark Pfeffer's music posthumously. Mark Pfeffer left music with Joe Syag, uh, his dear friend, and Bob Ernano, his dear friend, who is lead singer in the Tony Mart All-Stars. And we're going to preview and premiere some of those recordings after we do a mini show of the music that made Tony Mart's famous. Danny Iyer, Howard Isaacson, Rich Megahertz, Kurtz, Big Bob Ernano, Bobby Coulon, and also... Uh, from the group Red, uh, our, our our dear friend uh, um, Bob Kimmel, who's going to be sitting in for old school Jimmy Glenn, who is a part of all of it. You'll hear all of that music from Del Shannon and Dwayne Eddy and Bill Haley, ending, of course, with the tribute to uh, Levon and the Hawks, now noted Rock and Roll Hall of Fame history as Bob Dylan in the band. And let's not forget... The Cruisers will finish with Dark Side on that set. Uh, now we're going to turn our attentions back to New Orleans. Uh, we love you all, and we want to see you at Josie Kelly's. But right now, we are, are going to have two of the great ladies in the world interviewing with us from New Orleans. We are so honored and so delighted to have two of the grand dames of New Orleans culinary culture. It, I cannot say enough about this family and these ladies. Of course, they're not used to me calling them the Grand Dame because they are the progeny of the Grand Dame, Ella Brennan, one of the most famous and prodigious names in the history of the city of New Orleans. And of course, the proof is in the pudding because uh, they are the co-operators, uh, co-owners of probably the greatest hot Creole restaurant in the world, Commander's Palace. And I want to just say that we came to New Orleans first for the World's Fair in 84. And we liked the World's Fair, but we loved New Orleans. 
And when we came back in 85, we said, this commander's palace, everybody says it's the greatest. We got to go there. And we did. And we fell in love with it. And we've been going there ever since 1985. And it's, it's such an honor to have uh, both Lolly Brennan and, uh, of course, her colleague uh, and co-owner of uh, Commander's Palace. Uh, and it, it is, um, see, I, I, I just, um, I don't know that I've ever no. met you before, but I'm so, uh, I'm, I'm so very, very uh, honored to be able to speak with you uh, on the line as well, uh, Ms. Ms. Martin, and uh, welcome to the show. This is Tony Mart Presents Music, Food, Fun, and Travel, and we're going to cover it all today. Uh, music, food, and fun, mostly the food and the fun. Uh, uh, thank you for doing this. Well, we're excited to talk to you, and, and usually Lally's better at sharing her friends, so I don't know how we haven't met, but I'm so happy to now. Well, you know, it's the two of here, so sometimes we uh, um, divide and conquer. <laughs> Right. Well, I've never had the two of you uh, together at the same time, but I certainly am so happy to uh, to do that. Um, I just want people to understand for a minute what we're talking about here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, one of our dearly departed friends who's from Ocean City, New Jersey. Of course, this is primarily uh, south, southern New Jersey as our immediate spot. We are I'm happy to say the number one talk radio show at the 12 noon Eastern time hour in Southern New Jersey, but our stretch goes way beyond the Sicily and Tucson and points in between. So um, uh, it's, it's really wonderful to be able to let people know uh, what a, a tremendous, uh, tremendous place uh, we have. And we're, we're so, uh, you know, excited to come to commanders uh you know um you are really you know we have a legacy here you have a legacy you are the the guardians of the legacy of the grand dame and and i know it's an honor and a challenge to preserve and create this hot creole cuisine using the bounty of louisiana that is your mission is it not ladies absolutely uh you know, um, we just, we don't stand still. That's just not who we are. So we're just constantly pushing forward. Um, but you were talking about your region and, you know, there's been an awful lot of people from your area that have been very, very important to us. Certainly Tom Roby, but also Jamie Shannon. Right. So we always liked that it. it was right. Southern New Jersey. Yeah, you know, we like that part. And Steve so. Brown came down with yeah. yeah, exactly. The tradition is incredible. You know, you you have produced, uh, you know, had as your head chef, as your executive chef, you know, no less than Amarillo Goss and Paul Prudhomme. And our lives interface directly, even though you became our favorite restaurant, uh, you know, uh, in in the world, uh, Commander's Palace. Um, we never knew that we were going to be intimately involved until we realized that your executive chef, Jamie Shannon, who's from Sea Isle City, New Jersey, um, invited Tom Roby to come and work with him. And then Tom Roby became your 
uh, I, I believe your executive sous chef. So there's a there's a real handle, um, uh, you know, a real connection between uh, South Jersey. Uh, he's from Ocean City, New Jersey. A real connection between uh, South Jersey and uh, and Commander's Palace. But uh, you know, um, you guys do everything that is so hip and trendy, but you've been doing it for so long and it's just a part of your life. The farm to fresh, the seasonal fresh, the use of the Louisiana bounty to creatively and intricately uh, move the cuisine innovatively forward. It's been a part of your life since you were children, is it not? Well, yes, it certainly has been. And growing up in Louisiana, um, is a gift in itself because we have so many wonderful um, food products at our fingertips, in our backyard, actually. And um, right. we've uh, uh, always concentrated on staying current by traveling and reading and knowing what's going on out in our food world. And um, it's um, it's um, a wonderful way to have a living. But those, those guys, Jamie, Shannon, and Tom Roby, I mean, amongst us, before you even heard of farm to table, you know, we would say, look, within 90 miles of our back door, dirt to plate, you know, mm -hmm. or waterway to plate. And so that's how we've always thought. And when America kind of went away from that, as the whole country did, as you well know, after World War II, when we thought it was right. really cool to freeze and can everything, um, we, you know, we always had this fresh produce in the French market, which really was very much based on produce and products back then. So... We've been lucky, yeah, but we, we keep pushing, you know, with what's around us and exciting things we're trying to create. And New Orleans has always been a melting pot of all different kinds of cooking styles yeah. and influences from the right. Caribbean, um, African, um, South American, French, Spanish, you know, Italian. I mean, Italian. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, um, you consistently do it all so incredibly well. You are the gold standard. Why? What? What motivates you to work so hard? I know how hard you are, and I know you are uplifting and holding the the legacy of of um, of Ella Brennan. What What is it that makes? I know you guys get up and work. You, you ladies, I should say, work so hard every day. What is it that motivates you? Well, you know, it's something called passion, you know, and it's um, not a job. I remember my Aunt Ella telling me years ago that what we do isn't a job, it's our lifestyle. So I can't imagine getting up every day and doing anything else. And, um, you know, we like to say that we own Commander's Palace, but the keys of the city belong, oh, excuse me, let me say it the other way around. We have the keys to the city, but Commander's Palace um, is for the people of New Orleans. So we want to make sure that they are having an um, incredible uh, time and experiencing some of the uh, most creative and freshest foods um, in, in our area and um, hopefully providing them with great service and lots of fun. We're all about having a fun time around here. So, um, so yeah, so you get up every day, and that's what you want to do. You know, you're, it's not like drudgery, like I'm not going to the dentist, you know. Carmen, can I just share with you, when she's talking about fun, that Lally dressed up as a, as a cone, <laughs> a street cone for a, you know, 
some of the rough potholes we have around here on occasion. Anyway, so she likes she likes to have fun, that's for sure. <laughs> and and all the people we've had the good fortune to work with, you know, as Jamie used to say, what is it? You play with the big dogs. If you go out with the big dogs, you got to get up and go to work with, with the, the big, big dogs, dogs in the morning. So yeah, so. <laughs> Right. It's always been like a family. And that really brings me, I know, T, that you wrote um, a great uh, book about the hospitality and the warmth. That's something we're always talking about, um, about the way you and your staff make people feel. It's not just another uh, really good. There are a lot of really good restaurants, but there's only one Commander's Palace. And I always say to people, if this were Commander's Palace, we would get it the way we want it. Because they never say no at Commander's Palace. They always find oh. a way to make you happy. And it has to now, do with Carmen, that love you, and that warmth and the hospitality. You're coming around making every uh, every restaurant mad at us. <laughs> Careful there. <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know we have great restaurants, and I love so many of them here, and all types and all different genres, but you, as you just said, you cross the genres and you do a lot of fusion things where you have four or five different um, styles of cooking fused into one dish. And, and that always amazes me. It isn't just complex and creative. It's like marvelous and astounding. Uh, that's what keeps you Commander's Palace, in my opinion. How do you, how do you feel about that comment? Well, I, I think you're, thank you. Um, and I want to go back and speak to the hospitality, but on that particular point, it makes me angry when people say, you know, this is what Creole is, or this is what New Orleans cuisine is, because that's ridiculous. I mean, it has always been evolving. There are some people that do serve the same food that we were serving in the 1800s, and that's, that's cool and interesting. It's not what we do. Um, and it's not what the cuisine here has always done. And so you, you mentioned Eau Creole, which is what we've always tried to say we serve here, where we're just trying to elevate Creole food. Um, and, and these days, you know, our chef that we're thrilled with now um, on the footsteps of some of these wonderful folks is named Meg Bickford. And people say, oh, uh, well, we, we like your new chef. And we go, well, she's been with us 14 years. So anyway, even though she's very young, um, she's been the chef for two years. But we do dishes like we call it, you know, um, fish au creole. So it, it's a, a dish where you, you put the fish in a whole bunch of salt for a little while. And then when you poach it thereafter, it just absorbs, you know, in, in this case, you know, you can do a lemon butter. We've been doing it with a warm salad of spicy and bitter greens. And then we've got the roasted root vegetables and, and some Cajun caviar and citrus. I mean, it is a bunch of things going on, but it's a, it's a, my mom and, and, and we were always looking for the ultimate fish dish, you know. And another thing that Meg's doing right now that's very us, because Lally and I have a book on cocktails, too, um, called Inland Cocktails from, shoot, 16, 17, 18 yeah. years ago. But anyway, so Meg did this dish, and it's called Crab Gin Fizz. And it is just to die for it. It's a wonderful little thing that you get that just starts your meal like a Wow, because that crab meat and the gin. Anyway, it's um, so that's the type of things that we're trying to do. But love to talk to you about the hospitality too. Yeah, well, and yeah, I and, and I appreciate 
I appreciate you giving some specifics like the fish dish uh, because, uh, you know, all we wind up saying is, wow, we're so blown away by what's exploding in our mouth and what is appealing to us on the on the, the beauty, the aesthetics of the presentation at Commander's Palace. I would like you to be more specific about some things you're doing right now, but let's not forget the hospitality. Please, T, uh, tell us a little bit about what that means to you. Okay, but I will sneak in one more dish. Just as an example of, of you know, new Oak Creole now, like, you know, something just sounds simple, golf tuna and watermelon. I mean, that's just not something we would have done before, but the seared yellowfin tuna and the watermelon seared, and it's pecan pesto couscous and the southern feta that's made around here, and then we have some brulee onion. I mean, it sounds like a lot. It's actually a beautifully light dish with very intense flavor, and that's that's a lot of what we're trying to do. But but to the hospitality, you know, our our parents, you know, raised us to say that you got to do the ABCs. They called it, and it, is the hot food hot? Is the cold food cold? All the bathrooms clean. So you start with those fundamentals, but you know that when you move into hospitality. It's just sad that it's not worked on more and harder in more restaurants and businesses of all types. But, you know, we have a thing, and we like to call it fanatical hospitality. And, you know, people are intimidated sometimes when they walk in a restaurant like this, and they think, oh, I'm not going to know what fork to use or something ridiculous. Um, But we walk in, and immediately we're saying, welcome. Good evening. Y'all just making it in tonight in the parade or whatever the heck's going on. And the warm welcome, and they'll write us letters and say, you know, 10 people told me welcome before I ever sat down. And, I mean, that makes everybody lighten up. And then, as you know, Carmen, if you come in here, you'll see balloons around the restaurant on every table at Jazz Brunch Saturday and Sunday. But the rest of the time, it's a birthday. Some people might think that's silly. You wouldn't see that in a what they would think of as a highfalutin restaurant. But the only thing we take seriously is the food and the service. And the rest of it is like Lally's saying, we just want you to have a good time. And we work on that. We have a thing called Aqua Blue U, which is courses that we're teaching our team um, all the time. But we also work on body language. You know, we literally in our pre-meal meetings, which are so very important twice a day, and we're so lucky as a business to get to do that. And too many restaurants are lazy about that. But if we do that well twice a day, I mean, we will literally mimic the body language that we're looking for. If you're walking to getting up from your table and heading to the restroom, isn't it nice if somebody steps away and kind of does, you know, not a full-on bow, but a little gesture after you, sir, instead of practically brushing past you on the way to what they're doing? That takes a lot of effort and culture to teach, but you can do it. And then the culture starts teaching itself, and that's when it's really clicking. Right. It's a family culture, and... That's why I've always loved Commander's Palace since 1985, because they made <laughs> me feel inside when I was there. And you know, you, I know, I know the cuisine. I cook. I, I know the chefs. I know all of that. But still, there's that potential to feel a little intimidated when you're walking into what everybody says is like the greatest restaurant on earth. And and when you all give you that warm feeling, you know that. We're coming into a place where you have your own great culture and you want us to be a part of that culture. That's why everybody, I think, needs to experience it no matter what, 
if they're coming down here for carnival, for French Quarter Festival, for Jazz Fest, that's when we'll be back. And 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 just to come to New Orleans during a non-event, which can often be the most fun of all, you know, they can come down and ride the streetcar and walk around the great cemetery right across the street from you. It's a, an event for the day, just going to Commander's Palace for lunch or dinner. And uh, it all starts with uh, your uh, your you know mentality. What what you're telling us about here. When we came down for the pand, when we were down here at the time of the pandemic, we were here for five or six days because we were driving across country. And at the end of the trip, we said, if it all could have been like that jazz brunch at Commander's Palace, uh, it was so great. It was the best thing we experienced. So tell us what um, uh, you're doing, uh, how people can experience uh, your times your lunches, your, your, your dinners, the jazz brunch. Tell us about the opportunities to experience Commander's Palace. Well, um, some of the things that we just pride ourselves on, the fact that we feel that we are value, uh, value uh, dining experience if you choose to order that way. We have our package deals. We also have um, on our wine list um, 60 wines under 60. Mm -hmm. um, so people can feel very comfortable when they open the wine list and see that. Um, we, as T said, we do the blues. But on Jazz Brunch, we do second lines. And we dance around the dining room and we with the jazz bands and we get the customers to get up and they do. You might have to go around once so you can get them to get up the next time. <laughs> and they have a ball at lunchtime. We have 25 cent martinis, which just um, um, lets people kind of loosen up a bit more than maybe they would have. And that always adds to a fun, fun time. Um, uh, it's just all about... Um, I have friends who love those 25 cent martinis at lunch. Uh, everybody, you know, they, they talk about, oh, that, that, that oyster dish that you did. We had an oysters absinthe. And my friend mm. still talks about that. But, you know, a dentist, um, Kenny Jager, people know him well back in Jersey. He's very popular. He always talks about the oysters absinthe. But then he quickly says, but the 25 cent martinis at lunch. <laughs> We have to put on the menu um, a limit of three because that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, and I do Lally's want to talking about that. that Carmen, Carmen, as Lally's talking about that, you know, we've had a saying, and it was particularly important to us after Katrina, but always, that we want the plumber to feel like, or anybody, that they come here and they're treated like a king and a queen. I mean, like, if you come... We want to know you're coming because you're a friend. But we want a perfect stranger to walk in, and if it's, you know, their anniversary, I mean, it's a big deal. It really matters to us, and, and, and we want to help them celebrate that. But we want them to be able to come and have dinner for a reasonable amount of money. So, like Lally said, we always have three-course packages at dinner and, you know, the two courses at lunch that, you know, you can have lunch for like $25. Mm -hmm. And with the martinis, it's, I mean, it's 25 cents. It's crazy. So we, it's very, very, very important right. to us to always. Now, if you want to buy the most expensive mm -hmm. item on the menu and the most expensive wine, we're going to take your money. But but we like to have that right. option. And, and you know, you've heard no, us say this so many times. I'm so glad that you, that you brought that up because that is another very important reason 
the you know the hospitality is compelling. The overall experience is like intergalactic. There's nothing like it really anywhere's ever. But the affordability is a very serious thing. I mean, people don't have to worry about getting sticker shock. They can enjoy and enjoy reasonably. And, and, and it's really interesting that you're so acutely focused on that. I, uh, I'd like you to, to elaborate a little bit more on that because it's important to people. For like you're saying, for under a hundred dollars, uh, uh, you know, uh, two people can have a, a a great lunch experience, including not only the, the twenty five cent martini. <laughs> yeah, well, lunch would be a lot less than that. You could do dinner around here for that, you know, a lot of the time. Um, but it, it does. It just, right. I remember one time I was in the dining room and I saw a gentleman, you know, get a check and he made this fake like, oh, not so bad. I'm like, awesome. You know, that's what we're looking for. Because, you know, so often we all get the check and we're like, holy moly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, that's harder and harder right now. But we try extremely hard. Um, and, and we want you to be able to experience the restaurant. And, you know, lunch is its own thing. You know, it gets a little crazy on Friday lunches and, and whatnot. But other days, you know, people come for all sorts of uh, reasons. And brunch, you know, is, is, is very celebratory. Dinner can be a little more food-focused, but people are always with their own groups. But then we've been doing these these dinners that we've been wanting to focus on going forward with our chef, Meg Bickford. It's um, Chef Meg's company um, and company dinner series. And um, we feature um, guest chefs from around the city that um, display what we think some of the best New Orleans cuisine. Yeah. And we're trying to support up-and-coming new businesses around town as well as old friends. I mean, some of the dinner, you know, Frank Bryson, you know, we done, would do one. But then, you know, Serene Mabai, you know, young up-and-coming um, cook here. So it runs again. We're doing all these types of things. And then what we do also is we um, – we help nonprofit. We try to support some nonprofits. One, which is Cafe Reconcile, and um, then Noki, which is the cooking school that um, my cousin T and um, some of the other prominent chefs in New Orleans uh, are part of. <coughs> we started that back in 2019. But anyway, we're on a roll, Noki. Yeah. So um, lots going on around here. One of the things that did right after could come back. I'd like to come back to one thing that I think needs to be uh, people are going to be uh, reading this in big city rhythm and blues. They're going to be listening to my show, checking out the podcasts. This is so important. You're talking about a very little bit of money to have lunch at one of the greatest restaurants in the world. And the experience is exponentially beyond anything you're going to, you know, you, there, you see these joints crowded with tourists, especially now, such a huge Mardi Gras it was. But you can make a reservation and go to an elegant uh, Hulk Creole restaurant and not spend uh, even as much money as, as you might uh, spend at some, at some joint. So it's, it's really important if you want to experience. I mean, look, there's great restaurants, you, you know. There, there's there's Antoine's, there's Arnaud's, there's there's so many places uh, in the quarter, but um, you know, but there's no other commanders. There is no other commanders' palace. And if you're not driving, it's a nice streetcar ride, as I said. 
Um, how about what's happening in, in this city of New Orleans? Uh, we just see uh, it, it exploding uh, as a world city. I'd like you to comment on that. Well, I mean, we love this city. You know, we, we often say New Orleans feel a little bit different about their city than sometimes people do from some other places. We think of the city like as a family member, which means sometimes you want to kill them, but you do anything for them, and you mostly want to hang out and be with them all the time. And so the city is certainly has ups and downs and there's things we're mad about right now, but we also are a part of and aware of the things that are fixing those things. But so many unbelievable things have, have gone on here. I mean, there's this great thing called Idea Village, and they have Entrepreneur Week, and I actually will speak, be speaking about hospitality with the CEO of a hospital who we work with on helping them with hospitality, and they're amazing. Um, I'll be, you know, speaking at that. But then, you know, the World War II Museum is now like the number three most visited museum in the country, as we were just talking about. Noki, the culinary school. If you've been here a bunch of times and you need something new to do, you can you can either arrange a private cooking class or come to one of the cooking classes we have. It's 93,000 square stunning feet of space. And my cousin wow. Dickie and George, I founded that and have been working on it for 14 years. Thank you very much. But anyway, it's so there's just a lot of um, exciting things going on and the, the music continues to bubble up. I mean, when you think that not very long ago, John Baptiste was just hanging around the clubs in New Orleans playing me. I mean, right. it's just, it's exciting. Yeah. The Tulane Book Festival is coming up, started by Walter Isaacson in March. That's gotten to be a thing already. And I think it's only its second year. We've got Bill Gates speaking and all sorts of people. Um, so there's all ends of the spectrum from business to the fun part going on. The recognition of New Orleans, I mean, like you, as you know, we've always recognized it as one of the greatest cities in the world. And Nancy and I have traveled quite extensively. Uh, you know, I've spent a lot of time in Italy where I'm, uh, you know, where my family is from. But there's no place else, as you all say, than New Orleans. And it is interesting to me, ladies, that the, the huge recognition that is being given to New Orleans, even, you know, now post-pandemic. I mean, look at what's happened in the past, you know, weeks and months. People, and of course, the, the you know, the real estate investment from Tokyo and all over the world, uh, it's it's really quite a, uh, uh, a recognition, a respect for New Orleans, for the unique place. The place I always say is the city that gave the world American Music. People are, are as hip to that, if not more than ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so funny when people say New Orleans' greatest contribution to the world was jazz. And I'm like, well, if we hadn't invented the cocktail, I'm not sure we would have had jazz. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. Or <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into Storyville, okay? Uh, because that's always something I mentioned about the origin of jazz as well. But we're out of time, ladies. I, I mean, I can't thank you enough. We love you so much. We love Commander's Palace. Will you do me a favor? Will you promise me we can do this again before Jazz Fest? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Carmen. We feel the same. We can't wait to see you. Come on. Thank you. We're looking forward to it. And we'll we'll come and see you soon. And uh, we'll, we'll have lunch and uh, 
thank you for going out of your way and taking time out of your immensely busy schedule. Thank you, Wally and T, the owners of Commander's Palace, probably the greatest Hoke Creole restaurant in the world. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you, darling. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I, uh, Bye, I can't tell you what a privilege and an honor it is to those ladies are the epitome of the genteel Southern uh, ladies who have so much class and so much knowledge and are so worldly. And uh, for them to honor us with their presence is, is, is truly immense. You know, I, I like to say when we're talking about Circle Wicker Store, and you know, I feel the same way about Circle Wicker Store that I feel about Commander's Palace. It is the greatest liquor store in the world, in my opinion. Just like Commander's Palace is the greatest uh, hot Creole. She corrected me. I always, I always like to say hot Creole. That's a Jersey thing. Hot Creole. I'll do it the way T did it, uh, said it. But um, uh, you know, it's the hospitality, it's the warmth, and you know, uh, one of my favorite sayings also is. Uh, in Vino Veritas. And here, uh, Tony Marr presents music, food, fun, and uh, travel. Uh, we've been traveling quite a bit, and we've been sharing our travels with you. You can look on uh, Nancy Murata's Facebook page. You can look on um, the Tony Marr Facebook page, ably uh, handled by our friend John LaRoe. You can see the exploits. But, um, uh, you know, in Vino Veritas, it means in wine there is truth. And at Circle Liquor Store, we, we enjoy all these fabulous wines at great, great values. And all of the other hospitalities and, you know, all of the, um, you know, 200 bourbons and the extensive, uh, the extensive array but it really comes down to um, the uh, experience we have with great people. Uh, you know, uh, we say, pour la joie de vie, la dolce vida, pour la joie de vivre in French, uh, for the good life, la dolce vida, the sweet life. Uh, it, in this real life that we share with you on this radio show, and at the concert series in Summers Point, and uh, where the uh, real story in our tribute to Mark Pfeffer on on uh, <coughs> Friday, March third, and the Atlantic City Mardi Gras AC, which um, appears to be ready to start. Uh, we're just signing off on on the final approvals. Uh, uh, from everyone, the, the city of Atlantic City has been fantastic. It's about real-life truth. This is not thousands of dollars to buy a concert ticket. These are free concerts. These are um, very inexpensive tickets or donations uh, sponsored by all the great people in Summers Point, uh, sponsored by the... Uh, Casino Reinvestment Development Authority, Mayor Marty Small, 
has been so good to us, helping us to make sure that we can bring you all those free shows. And we're looking to start uh, on the uh, 28th of June with no less than one of the greatest progressive rock bands in the history of the world, Jethro Tull, the original founding members who still tour from that band. Um, led by Martin Barr. Ian Anderson does not tour outside of Scotland anymore, but Martin Barr is phenomenal. It's free. And that's what I'm talking about when I say the truth. Uh, Real free performances, great musical artists like Gary U.S. Bonds. um, We're going to have one of the great blues rockers of the world in Summers Point, the great... Tommy Castro, and we're going to have Curtis Elgato. These are the real people, and that's what this is all about. The real experience of going to Commander's Palace and having one of the great lunches of your life for, you know, $50, $60, $70, $100 with 25-cent martinis. You know, welcome to our world. This is what we do. Uh, This is what... Tony Marr Presents is all about. And next week, we'll be back in Jersey with you. And until that time, everybody, uh, we want to thank you. And uh, we love you. And please, uh, we want to see you on Friday night, the 3rd uh, of March, at Josie Kelly's, dedicated to the great Mark Pfeffer, Big Bob Ornano, and the Tony Mart All-Stars. As they say in New Orleans, we'll be partying. We'll be partying. Let's have that bomb tone really. Let the good good times roll. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.